You are listening to special pandemic coverage of the coronavirus on The John DePietro Show. Folks, as April now will slowly become May, remember J.K.L. Engineering, what a treat. If you're going to be inside, and we are for the next couple of months, why not have nice, comfortable central air in your home? J.K.L. Engineering, they can make it happen. Call them today, 401-351-7600, 401-351-7600, J.K.L. Engineering. They're licensed in Rhode Island and Massachusetts. You know, it's still pretty chilly out in the heating season. Let J.K.L. Engineering design and install a natural gas, high-efficiency carrier, Infinity System. They're energy efficient. They're quiet, more affordable than you think. If you say no gas, guess what? No problem. J.K.L. Engineering can design and install a high-efficiency heat pump system, including ductless splits. Now, it heats in the winter, keeps you nice and cool in the summertime. These units are so efficient. It can reduce your oil bill by as much as 90%. Highest rebates in the market. They also do new installation and replacement of high-efficiency gas boilers. JKL, Carrier Factory Authorized Dealer. As I said, licensed both Rhode Island and Massachusetts for 53 years. JKL's reputation, second to none, especially for technical expertise, customer satisfaction. JKL, an approved National Grid VPI installer. They're also a Navian Certified Factory Dealer. Call JKL for a system replacement, oil to gas, or for a heat pump. Remember, estimates are free. Financing is available for both residential and commercial. Call JKL at 401-351-7600. They'll do it right the first time. JKL Engineering, Central Air, it's a game changer for your home. You want to make sure, whether it's your cooling system, heating system, working as efficiently as possible, jkl engineering the original the best 401-351-7600 it's the john DePietro show weekdays we start at 11 we go till 2 it's am 1380 99.9 fm folks with us from the boston globe is dan mcgowan and dan i want to start you have a great piece in this morning's boston globe which is also online obviously in the rhode island section and a, it sounds like a very sobering conversation with uh, House Speaker Nick Mattiello and Senate President Dominic Ruggiero. Well, well, thanks, John. I, the, to, to be very clear, sobering is a really good word. When uh, the Speaker of the House and the Senate President are basically saying virtually everything is on the table to, uh, you know, close whatever hole that the, the state's going to have in its budget, including the beloved car tax phase out that. You know, these guys have, especially the speaker, have, you know, fought for and defended for, for so, so long. Um, you, you know, there's a, a, a real problem. And the interesting thing is, you know, they're, they're not making any bones about it. The, the, the hope that the federal government is going to sort of bail out, the, you know, Rhode Island um, and many other states, to be clear, um, is really the the only way these guys see an ability to actually close a hole, you know, you could, could you find ways to do this artificially? Uh, yeah, probably. But uh, the, they're banking so hard on the federal government to, to kind of come through. Um, and there's a lot of uncertainty about, you know, uh, th- there certainly will be money that comes through to the state, but it's the big question of how do you replace revenue like the gambling revenue, like the you know tourism taxes that flow in that are unlikely uh, to flow in significantly this year. Uh, and 
yeah, you know, as these guys are, are all ready to kind of, they're, they're, they're ready to get back to work. They say they're, you know, they, they, they have a plan in the next couple of weeks to try to, you know, be back in session. Um, but they're, they're staring at sort of an insurmountable problem. Um, and, and yeah, uh, sobering is a really good way to put it, John. So is insurmountable problem. Now, Dan, just so we back up and people understand, leading into this, there was a $200 million shortfall. Governor Armando does not hide the fact that the, you know, the economy was shut down. Gambling was a big part of it. She even mentioned yesterday it keeps her up at night. But do we have do they hint any idea of exactly what type of shortfall we're talking about right now? I mean, could it be it was 200 million and then boom, everything shut down. Do we have any idea just how how much it is? So this is how scary it is, John. Normally, what you do, you know, when I talk to the Speaker, the Senate President, you know, this applies in Providence with the mayor as well, too. You can say, hey, give me a ballpark. Give me a what what do you think uh, type scenario? They do not know at this point uh, how significant it is. Now, the state goes through this kind of deep in the weeds uh, revenue estimating uh, uh, program that, that'll begin on Friday and it'll span out for about a week or two. Uh, they'll get a better sense then, but yeah, they, they do not know yet. I mean, the, the number, the big one that I'm looking forward to, and I think it'll be either this week or sometime next week is we'll get the first, uh, the March numbers on, on, uh, lottery revenue. And remember that includes obviously the casino, which, is, which has been shut down since the middle of March. Um, you're going to, I mean, you literally go from, you know, a million dollars a day to nothing, right? Uh, maybe with the exception of a little bit of uh, kind of wacky online sports betting. But uh, this is going to be a massive number. Uh, but they, they were not ready to kind of speculate on just how massive it will be. Not only that, Dan McGowan, it, it's not as if, okay, the light switch goes back on and everything's back to normal. You're talking about restaurants will be different. In your article, which we're going to talk about, Twin River, I, I love that line. I mean, how, how do you have Twin River where the slot machines, people are shoulder to shoulder. You can't do that with distancing. Um, uh, how do they operate that way? They would have to completely reconfigure all of Twin River. That is no small you know, venture at all. To me, it's almost like, all right, the, the patient was in, in a catastrophic car accident. The person is alive. The patient is alive, but they're still in critical condition. This is not like, okay, we're open for business again. This is, I, I don't know what the new economy is going to look like. Well, you, you, you nailed it. That's a, it's a good segue into the, that, that story that I did on Twin River earlier in the week, because, um, you know, what you're seeing is you saw the first out of Vegas, uh, it was uh, the Wynn Resorts released its plan for uh, reopening in, in May. And they made it very clear. I mean, they're going to have temperature checks on people all over the place. Uh, they're going to ha- require masks. They're going to require social distancing um, in, in pretty significant ways. Um, the thing is, you know, you say, well, if Vegas can do it, then so can Twin River. Here's the thing, though, and you know this, but and certainly plenty of listeners know this, but Twin River relies so heavily on the actual gambling, me going to the slot machine and just yep. continuing to play or whatever the blackjack table Uh, You know, you're going to win. You're out in Vegas. Yes, of course, gambling is huge, but you're catching a show. You know, you're you're going out to dinner. There are other sort of uh, uh, streams of money 
uh, at you know out in Vegas that Rhode Island just doesn't have. Right, Twin Twin River prides itself on being a, a, a convenience casino, and so you're exactly right. I talked to a you know guy who studies this at Boston College, and and he said this will be if you have to do. He said if you have to uh, separate slot machines by six feet, it will be death for Rhode Island. Of course, wow. he, he meant. He, he, of course, he meant, you know, financially, but uh, it is, I, I think it, you're going to see very significant uh, changes. I know that there, are, I, I know Twin River, I know a lot of casinos are trying to kind of figure out what this will all look like. But, you know, the, the other thing, I got lots of emails, people said, well, who cares about the slot machines? Yeah, <laughs> we should all care about the slot yes. machines because that's where the money is, right? That's right. As, as much as, as much as, you may like sports betting or you might like going to the blackjack table. The real money comes from the slot machines. And, uh, and so if you can't have people kind of sitting shoulder to shoulder to, 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 to play those games, uh, you've got a, a real, real challenge. And, and that's, I mean, we all know that's Rhode Island's third largest source of revenue. We're talking, you know, $390, $400 million a year that the state relies on, you know, sets its budget on from, uh, that money. And then on top of it, you know, you, you have income taxes delayed. Um, keep in mind, income taxes eventually, you know, by, by July, the state will actually mostly get that money. It's the hotel, tourism taxes, things like that, that you're probably not going to get as much of. Sales taxes will be down and then gambling revenue will literally be falling off the table. You know what else, Dan, Dan, uh, Dan McGowan, and, it, and it's just, you know, of course, Vegas is going to do it. Vegas has to do that. But just the nature of gambling, you know, you, you and I go and we go to use a slot machine. I don't know. I don't know who touched it before me. That's so right. there's germs there. How about now we're sitting at the table? You're touching cards. You're touching chips. Uh, right. Gambling is not, I don't want to say they're not set up for something like this, but you're exactly right as far as Las Vegas is one thing because there's so much more that goes into that. But Twin River, there were literally some people don't recognize, but there's some people that go there. Every week, several times a week, even for mm-hmm. just a couple hours. Uh, they're not high rollers, but they're going to those slot machines. If you don't have that, if we could, I want to touch on, though, this the article that you did, and you're the first one that I've seen where it's both Speaker Mattiello and Senate President Dominic Ruggiero. So they're saying General Assembly may come back next week. Something that surprised me is Speaker Mattiello mentioned when they talk about uh, taxing and legalization of marijuana. Now, to me, it's like beggars can't be choosers, Dan McGowan, but it sounds like he's, oh, that's definitely not happening this year. I I don't know. I mean, if if your house is on fire and there's a guy standing with a bucket of water on the sidewalk, I I don't know if that's the time to start quizzing him on his background (laughs) of how his experience of putting out a fire. I think it's like, I I just think it becomes a free-for-all. Anything that could bring in money has got to be on the table. Well, keep this in mind. So if you flash back to a couple of months ago, um, when the governor proposes legalizing marijuana, it, it was actually the Senate president who was who was immediately vocal against. It, That's right? right. He said he said not doing it. It, it, it kind of gave the speaker a little bit of cover. The speaker said, oh, well, look, the Senate president doesn't want to do it. I don't think we should take this up either. Boom. It's dead. Flash forward now a couple of months later. And I'll give you the order. I talked to the Senate president first, and then I talked to the, the speaker. Senate president says to me, look, I'm against it, but it's we have to consider it because it's not, you know, because all things need to be on the table, kind of what you just said. So I go into the interview with the speaker to say, hey, you know, I, I, the, the Senate president says maybe this is something worth considering. And he said and he flat out said, I think the train has left the station on this one this year. So he he seems to be firmly against that. But you're right. 
they're they're gonna have a challenge one of the things he said to me and it didn't actually make the story but you know because i i brought this up i said look that could be 20 million dollars in new money you know you're gonna need that and he said our our hole is so big our problem is so large that all of these things sound fine but none of them will actually address it even the combination of a lot of these problems and so he he says you know i think he said something along the lines of you know, I could come up with a lot of bad ideas for raising money. That's not going to, you know, going to be something we're going to do this year. But boy, you're going to have a problem. I'll tell you this too, John. Interesting. And I don't know if this is exactly the right analysis, but if you think about it, the, the legislators have gotten a lot of uh, attention for and criticism in some cases for not coming back and for, you know, kind of leaving it all on the governor for, for the last month. But, you know, one of the things both of them, the Speaker and the Senate President said to me is, when you don't know what's coming in from the federal government, when you don't know how big your problem is, if they had been meeting for the last couple of weeks, and even if they were, you know, going back today, let's say, there would be an immense amount of pressure on them to make a bunch of kind of rash decisions sure. just, just to show that they're doing something. Yep. It's that, it could actually turn out, and I hate to give them too much credit, but it could turn out that by holding off, they didn't have to, you know, enact some wacky new tax or, or you know, do the, the marijuana thing because they, they sort of waited to see what was going to happen. You can't wait forever, of course. And, you know, at the end of the day, you have to have a balanced budget, you know, by July 1st. So, you know, the, the, I think they're I really do. I think they're praying for, for federal aid here. Folks, it's John DePietro with, with Dan McGowan of the Boston Globe. We're going to take a quick break, come right back. We are going to talk about Governor Raimondo, also where the General Assembly goes forward. Uh, Dan McGowan of the Boston Globe, a lot more ahead right here on the John DePietro Show. This portion of the John DePietro Show is brought to you by MEGA, MEGA Professionals. Call them today, 508-336-7801. 508-336-7801. Now, what exactly do they do, MEGA professionals? They're here to help you run your business by finding you workers. And maybe you need workers. Maybe you need drivers, workers, certified help, part-time, full-time, weekend work, uh, local, a.k.a. sleep-at-home drivers, class A, B, non-CDL, warehouse workers, mechanics, skilled workers, labor healthcare professionals, office professionals, you need workers, you need MEGA, M-E-G-A professionals. You're trying to run your business. Listen, it's a hassle trying to hire people, go through all the resumes, set up the interviews. Instead, it's one phone call to help you with your company. MEGA professionals, 508-336-7801, 508-336-7801 for MEGA professionals. Hi, Steve here, owner of Water Filter Company. Do you know what my customers are not doing today? They're not standing in lines to get into stores to buy bottled water, and they didn't have to scramble to get it either when all this first started. They enjoy all the safe, clean water they want, not during just this crisis, but all year long. Don't you think it's time you did too? So as you're standing in line waiting, how about you give my company a call? Call Water Filter Company at 294-2400. 2400, a Rhode Island family business since 1986. Well, it's John DePietro. This portion of the program is brought to you by Johnson Propane. Now listen, you want to be prepared for what's going ahead. Now is the time to stock up on propane. Stop in 
Phil never runs out. That's right. Phil Johnson never runs out. Easy to get to. Located 904 Manton Avenue in Providence. And it's right in front of Stop and Shop, right over near Rhode Island College. They are open seven days a week. Propane tank and supplies. They fill Blue Rhino. And they will fill up all your propane tanks. Credit cards, debit cards are accepted. You can call Phil Johnson at 401-621-8129. 401-621-8129. Johnson Propane, 904 Manton Avenue in Providence. Call Phil, 401-621-8129. Now is the time to stock up. It's drive-in. No wait, propane filling station. They'll fill up your tank. Now is the time. You want to make sure you don't know what's going to happen. And if, in fact, you get locked down or you have to be out, then you want to make sure you have propane. Johnson Propane, 904 Manton Avenue in Providence. I, I'm stopping by to have Phil fill up. I have two tanks. I'm going to have them both filled up. 401-621-8129. Stop in and see him. He's just terrific. And again, right, 904 Manton Avenue in Providence, right near Rhode Island College, and right in front of Stop and Shop. You're listening to the John DePietro Show. Folks, weekdays, we start at 11. We go till 2. With me is Dan McGowan of the Boston Globe. Dan, I want to just touch on what we were talking about right before we took a quick break, and that is with the the General Assembly. What has been your thought that in, in some ways, and right in the very beginning, Governor Mundo came out, and said, nope, there's no reason for them to meet. Um, as far as leadership, she has been the clear, consistent voice. Her approval ratings, the one poll I've seen, you know, have shot through the roof up, upwards of 70%. I think a different dynamic that's also going to come in here uh, once they get back in, Dan McGowan, is this is a different Governor Amundo than Speaker Mattiello and even Ruggiero had been dealing with. You know, we, you and I both know the stories of the Raimondo people going down the hall last spring, hat in hand, you know, pleading to get a few extra million for the for the Rhode Island uh, choice uh, CCRI yep. free tuition. He's now dealing with a governor who's not like a little more popular than him. She's got the bully pulpit. She's got the people behind her. She is right now the 800 pound gorilla in that state house. No question about it. I, I, I completely agree with this. I think you uh, you've got a situation now where. Uh, a lot of leverage shifts to the governor, at least in sort of the public perception wise. Now, look, the speaker still got the votes and uh, and certainly, you know, has an immense amount of power. He remains sort of uh, certainly remains the most powerful person. But if the governor wants to, if you have a popular Democratic governor, uh, remember, you're going into an election year. So the governor can make life, uh, you know, uh, uh, really problematic for people who are not with her. She's got a ton of money. So you suddenly you have a lot of these folks, both in the House and the Senate, that that are supportive of the governor, but never want to sort of overreach because they don't want to step on the toes of the president or the, or the speaker. Now, you know, if you have, and we're going to see, I, I believe actually, so I, I don't think this is uh, hidden. There, there's going to be some new public polling coming out on Thursday out of Bryant, um, like you said, I, I can't imagine that the governor isn't going to be viewed uh, incredibly favorably here. So I think it does become a problem. And you, you started to see it just yesterday. In fact, right before I uh, talked to the speaker and the Senate president, they announced that, uh, that they were going to 
have this task force that's going to kind of scrutinize all the spending on the coronavirus. You can see a little bit of, hey, you know, we, we want to make sure everybody remembers that, that we are the ones that, that actually, you know, control spending here and, and things like that. You can see that a little bit. But even then, that, you know, the, the Senate president especially said to me, look, we are not looking to step on the governor's toes. We think she's doing a great job. It shows you, you know, to, to go kind of out of your way to, uh, to compliment the governor. They know what everybody else is seeing, too, that, that suddenly she's the one that's kind of walking with, uh, you know, her head held higher than everybody else. And not only that, Dan, I don't even know if the governor fully, and there's no way she could, but the governor, uh, Dr. Scott, I don't think they recognize or they haven't had a chance yet to experience just her popularity. If, if life were normal now, if Governor Raimondo walked into Twin Oaks, everyone would get up from the table and give her a standing ovation. Or, 100%. you know, she likes to go to Greg's and, and Dr. Scott, who used to see sparingly now, her life uh, forever changed. As far as, you know, the whole thing in Boston is like Malcolm Butler will never have to buy another drink if he's in Boston <laughs> because of the Super Bowl. Governor Raimondo for, forever. This is her legacy. Now, Dan McGowan, I'm also I'm more curious and interested to hear what her plan is, how the state should move forward, because let's let's be real. Before this thing happened, Mattiella was hanging on by a thread on the convention yep. center. We still don't know what's going to happen with that grand jury. He is up for reelection. As you said, she is the war chest. She has the popularity she's always wanted. The people are with her. Boy, if she ever held a press conference and said, you know, this person is in the way and I disagree with them, the phones would light up. I am very curious to see and anxious to see how Rhode Island Governor Gina Raimondo is finally going to implement the state plan. Now, granted, the circumstances are great, but I just think the one she's always wanted to do. Well, and here's the here's the other factor that that. You know, if you if you listen to all the coverage or, or read all the coverage of you know how the presidential race is kind of shaping up, you hear a, a lot of the smart people who who follow this say, you know, the key for for Joe Biden is not for Joe Biden to go one on one with President Trump and be the one that's you know out front with you're you're handling the virus terribly, blah blah blah. You need all of the people that that Democrats trust to make that case. You need, yep. Barack, you need Barack Obama to be right. the person to be a little bit of a hatchet guy. You need, you know, your vice president is usually that, that person as well. The interesting thing in Rhode Island is that it's not just that the governor has, you know, accelerated and kind of skyrocketed above everyone. You mentioned Dr. Alexander Scott. Imagine a scenario where late in the, se- the, the legislative session, you know, there's a fight over some obscure health department funding. The governor doesn't even have to be the person to come out and criticize. That's right. You just say, Dr. Alexander Scott, you do it. Yep. They have so much momentum right here, right now. Uh, by the way, you, you even have, even in places where, where people are normally very frustrated, DLT is a great example. Director Jensen seems to have done, seems to be getting high marks. Imagine yep. him coming out and saying, hey, these guys aren't helping us with unemployment, you know, right before, a, 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 you know, a, a, an election or a primary happens. So Good point. The, the, the governor has a ton of, uh, of ability here to use her resources. Uh, now, is that you, you could argue it's not an effective or not the right thing to do. But let's be honest, that's how politics works. So it's not just the governor. It's the team that that seems to be you know, uh, generating high remarks or high marks. And then, God, if the governor ever does 
you know, really want to, uh, you know, to, to, to put her, you know, uh, impression on, on this election coming up. Uh, she really, really could. Cause, cause you're right. Especially the speaker. You know, look, I, I think the Senate president's going to be just fine in North Providence. The speaker has a real problem uh, with, with Barbara and Fenton Fung. Dan McGowan, coming back to your conversation with uh, Speaker Mattiello and Senate President Dominic Ruggiero, if, if they're just, and it sounds, and I don't see how they have any other option, but to bank on the feds, you know, the federal government's going to bail them out. The fed, federal government, I, I just don't see a scenario where they're going to bail them out to the extent they want. And then, you know, everyone that I hear, you hear people chattering, not everyone, I should say, but there's certainly loud chatter. We've seen all the rest, you know, the restaurants close. You've seen businesses close. Many will never reopen. People laid off. When does someone start to have a conversation that maybe we don't need 16,000 state employees? Yeah, well, and that's good. So here's what's going to be the, the, the tricky thing here. When you rely so heavily on, you know, the, the hope and the prayer that, that the, uh, the federal government's going to come through, think about all the uh, people and organizations that are sort of in line before uh, state, you know, state gambling revenue being replaced, right? You're talking about, you know, we're going to come up in July, there's going to be this massive cliff of all these people that are going to be in theory coming off of uh, un- their unemployment insurance. You don't think there's going to be a, a, a huge amount of pressure to extend those benefits. There goes hundreds of millions of dollars. There's, you know, you t- listen to Senator Reid, everything they're talking about, we need to get small money in the hands of small businesses. There, there are so many folks in, in organizations who are in front of, you know, the replacement of revenue for lo- state and local governments. And you're right. What it's going to force these guys to do in, a, in an election year is look really hard. One of the things the speaker said to me was, hey, any new employees that the governor wants, that's not going to happen. The problem is, is that it's not about the new employees. They're going to have to take a hard look at, you know, where uh, they're at trimming some of the fat. Now, it's not going to do. It's not going to, you know, really result in anything, but you could see a scenario where uh, really tough decisions, you know, friends and and constituents in a position of potentially being laid off or, you know, having their jobs, you know, dramatically changed. Uh, And so they they just don't have a lot of options and they know, I mean, they try to be bigger than, you know, thinking about politics, but at the end of the day, you're on the ballot in a few months, you can't not be thinking about that. And so, uh, I, I think that they've got really, really hard decisions. Folks, he's Dan McGowan of the Boston Globe. We're going to take a quick break. And, and when we come back, folks, uh, he's broken news about an in-home test for the coronavirus. Rhode Island doesn't have it. It's a lot more right here with Dan McGowan of the Boston Globe on the John DePietro. This portion of the John DePietro Show is brought to you by Ron's Pastry Gourmet. Stop in and see them, 170 Royal Little Drive in Providence, right off of Civil Spring Street. Look for them on Facebook, Ron's Pastry Gourmet. They're right next door to AAA in Providence. And folks, they have outdone themselves introducing the chocolate-covered Trump donuts. Wait to see them. They are delicious. Their pictures on Facebook page of the Trump chocolate-covered donuts. President Trump chocolate-covered donuts only in Rhode Island and only at Ron's Pastry Gourmet. Stop in. Listen, of course you're locked in the house, but that doesn't mean you can't get out and get some nice delicious food like sausage and peppers or eggplant. They have the best calzones, meatball calzones, buffalo chicken calzones. They have 
pepperoni and cheese, Philly cheesesteak calzone, the chicken parm calzones, plain and deluxe spinach pies, old-fashioned pizza strips, cannolis, brownies, cakes, and again, the Trump chocolate-covered donuts. They're waiting for you at Ron's Pastry Gourmet. Stop in and see them. Look for them on Facebook, and they're easy to get to. They're right off of Silver Spring Street, 170 Royal Little Drive in Providence, not far from Branch Avenue. Ron's Pastry Gourmet. Look for them on Facebook. Stop in today for some nice, fresh calzones or pastry. Everything baked fresh. Ron and Melissa, Ron's Pastry Gourmet. Attention business owners. In today's world, customers judge you by your website. And for most people, their first introduction to your business or company is your website. Karen Etchells at InnoVest is here to help. Give her a call at 401-321-2799. Hey, now it's 2020. You got to freshen up that old website design that Al Gore invented. If you've been thinking about updating your website or if you have questions about how to get the most out of social media for your business, you could receive a free consultation from a local digital marketing professional, and she's been doing this work for 25 years. Contact Karen Etchells at InnoVest Digital Marketing. She will help you better position your brand on the web to engage visitors and get results. She's local and responsive. Give Karen a call for a free consultation at 401-321-2799. That's 401-321-2799. Or find Karen on the web at www.innovast.com. Remember, for your business, Mega Truck and Trailer Repair. Call them today, 508-336-21. MEG, Mega Truck and Trailer Repair. Commercial trailers, diesel equipment. Remember, free estimates. Call them today, 508-336-2110. Mega Truck and Trailer Repair. FHWA Inspections or Rhode Island State Inspection Station, Trailer Pickup and Delivery, 24-Hour Mobile Service, ABS Repairs, Brakes, Doors. If it's on a trailer, they can fix it. Mega Truck and Trailer Repair. Call them, 508-336-2110, 508-336-2110 for Mega Truck and Trailer Repair. It's John DePietro, folks. Weekdays, we start at 11, we go till 2. It's AM 1380, 99.9 FM. You can always listen online at DePietro.com. With me is Dan McGowan of the Boston Globe. And Dan, there it is, in-home test for the coronavirus. But Rhode Island <laughs> can't have it yet, and we're one of only a couple of states. Boy, we cannot catch a break. Yeah, this is this was stunning to me. I, I noticed yesterday the FDA approved a, uh, basically, an, an, like you said, an in-home nasal swab test. You, you know, take the nasal swab, you, you send it back out to a company, uh, a company called LabCorp, and uh, you and they, you know, give you the test. You can get online. I think it'll probably take a couple of weeks to, to be able to actually get it done. And I'm reading on the website, learning about it, because I'm thinking, boy, this is a great little interesting story. And there's, you know, in, in a small writing, it says Rhode Island, uh, New Jersey, New York, Maryland, you know, th- this, these won't be sold there. And I thought, boy, that is strange. And so I started to do a little bit of research yesterday. I asked about it. A spokesperson there said, yeah, in fact, there are regulations in these states that don't allow you to do it. Um, and so I, I reached out immediately, of course, to the governor's office and the health department. They said they, they actually were not sure yesterday if that is a law or a health department regulation. They oh. say 
you know, they, they're they're obviously willing to consider it. I talked the Senate uh, president and the speaker both said, yeah, you know, look, if we need to do something. But I think a lot of folks in Rhode Island, a lot of officials were caught pretty flat footed by the question of, hey, why isn't this test available? Uh, the only thing I could think when you look at the, the states that, that, that are involved, I mean, you think about kind of strong traditional healthcare lobbies. Those are four states that, that would come into mind. I wonder if there's, you know, a, a factor here where maybe there was a test, I don't know, for HIV or something long ago that, that they wanted to control the ability to, uh, to give tests. I mean, you got to figure that, that, that if only four states don't have it, there's got to be some sort of again, lobbying or, or some effort that, that kept it out of Rhode Island. Uh, and now they're going to kind of scramble to, to get there. My gut is, I think they will, because you, you hate to be an outlier of only four states. And remember, Rhode Island, especially Governor Raimondo, is really touting. I mean, you hear every day now talk about how Rhode Island is issuing the most tests uh, you know, in the, per capita in the country. And so my, I would be stunned if, if by the end of the week we don't find out that uh, you know, the, the state's going to try to get these tests as well. Uh, but yeah, this could be a, a, a major turning point. I mean, look, the test expensive, it's 119 bucks. But, you know, if you find a way to to get this in the hands of a lot of people, especially a lot of elderly people who are, yes. you know, who are at home, who can't, who aren't super mobile, they're not feeling well, they need, you know, they need something to, so they can get treatment or whatever. Uh, this is a huge option. And for Rhode Island to be only one of four states, uh, it's obviously deeply concerning. Dan, uh, yesterday, Massachusetts Governor Charlie Baker announced that the school year in mass is over. Do you think Governor Mundo is going to follow suit? Yeah, that's my gut. Um, they haven't they, they've kind of t- they've tipped their hands uh, at this just a little bit. Um, you know, remember, the governor has taken this approach. And so far, I think it's been mostly effective where she, she does everything in you know two or three week uh, uh, spans where rather than making, you know, a rash decision to say, Hey, let's, you know, we're going to cancel school the rest of the year. Remember it was first, it was a two week plan. Then it was a couple more weeks. Um, my get, my gut is now as we, you know, approach May, uh, it would be, it would be hard and it would also be a a little bit strange to say, you know what, we're going to extend this until June 1st. And then for, you know, 15 to 20 days, we're going to have kids come back after being out for two months. I have a colleague and I, uh, I think the story will run Thursday, Um, a colleague uh, in Boston and I are working on a story about kind of comparing how Massachusetts has handled distance learning to Rhode Island. And look, Rhode Island has earned pretty high, uh, you know, marks for this, um, in part because they got the unions to buy in right away. And you'll like this, John, one of the little nuggets that that will be in this story is I sort of asked how it happened because I'm skeptical you and I both know how much the, the unions, you know, play such a major uh, role, in, you know, in everything, especially in education. And a little thing that, 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 that popped up is one of the right up front guarantees for, uh, for the teachers were, one, the days were going to count. The, the home learning days were not going to be, you know, you weren't going to find yourself doing distance learning. And then in July, you still had to come back to school. So they got assurances, one, the days were going to count. And then more importantly, that the teacher that there weren't going to be any furloughs or layoffs while teachers were out of school um, because, you know, as long as they bought into doing this distance learning. And so when you think, when you think about it like that, your summer vacation is not going to be ruined. You're going to get paid. That explains, I think why the unions really kind of came along 
And, and in no way, I mean, other places, including Boston, including plenty of places in Massachusetts, there was a lot of fighting about this. Uh, in Rhode Island, stunningly, there was zero, oh. um, really. And so I think that's your, 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 one of your answers for why. And so my gut, yes, I think the governor will probably um, uh, go for the rest of the year. I don't know if she'll announce that right away. I think she might say another couple of weeks. Um, but, you know, you, you, you got to see, you, you see it happening in New York, you see it happening in, in Massachusetts, you got to imagine it's going to happen in uh, many places. So I, I would guess that's the case in Rhode Island as well. Dan McGowan, Providence City uh, Mayor, City of uh, Providence Mayor, Mayor Jorge Alorza has a budget deadline coming up. What's that going to look like? Yeah, I mean, look, they've got the same, <laughs> the, the same kind of chaotic problem. They're, uh, uh, they, their thing is, you know, remember their revenue is so heavily dependent on um, on your property taxes in, in Providence, and so in a lot of their state money um, is it's money that they're going to get that it's education money, things like that, and so they're not in as deep of a problem. What they've got right now is a little bit of a cash flow problem because they extended their tax deadline and. They rely, I mean, you should see some of the charts that I've seen over the years in, in Providence where depending on what point of the year you're in and where, you know, what the tax deadline, the quarterly tax deadlines are, there are years where they, or months, where they really run up against not having any cash on hand. Oh. Um, and so you could have a scenario, I think there is a, a, some concern about that, but again, the city right now, I mean, they, they have the ability to take out kind of a line of credit the same way the state did. Um, what, I, what, what will be interesting is you mentioned the governor being, you know, pretty popular right now and seemingly to ha having a lot of kind of influence and in, in power. I haven't seen the same from the mayor, right? No. The mayor, uh, the, I think the mayor has been criticized about closing the, the parks yeah. and, 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 the, and things like that. So, you know, his ability to really get anything done in, in this budget, I think, uh, I think is, is really going to be lacking. And remember, he's still eyeing a run for governor in a couple of years. You know, some these budgets, especially this year and next year's budget, these are the years where you can kind of do those, you know, things you call innovative so that, you know, they, they make for really nice campaign commercials. I think it's going to be really hard to do that in a year where, where money's so tight. Folks, he's Dan McGowan of the Boston Globe, and you can start your day each day. You get an email from him called Roadmap. And Dan, how can people sign up for it? That's right. Every day before 8 a.m., you're going to get you, you'll, you. We broke the story today about this, this in-home testing yes. kit, uh, you know, so you, so you get original reporting, you get some analysis, um, you, you get, you know, kind of a roundup of the best stories in the globe. By the way, if you're a sports fan, there's some really great NFL draft preview uh, stuff this week. Uh, and so uh, and then we, we round up, you know, governor's press conference at 2.30 today. The, the, this is happening. You know, there's a webinar for, for something. Um, if you just send a blank email to rinews at globe.com, I'll know what it is, rinews at globe.com. It'll be, it's free. It takes you five minutes to read every morning. Um, and, uh, and you'll kind of be set for the day on sort of what you need to know. And then you'll get it again tomorrow. Folks, he's Dan McGowan of the Boston Globe. Dan, great job. Stay safe. We'll talk to you again. You as well, John. Thanks so much. Mega Logistics, they're there to help you. Give them a call today, 401 431-2300, MEGA, MEGA Logistics. If you have freight, you need freight, goods, third-party brokers for your company, warehousing and transportation. How about custom freight, supply chain management, routing, 
bill auditing, customer developing, proven track record with Fortune 500 companies, you can depend on MEGA, MEGA Logistics. Call them today, 401-431-2300. 401-431-2300. Does that sound like your company? Maybe you have freight or you need freight goods, third-party brokerage, warehousing, transportation, custom freight. They have the experience. Call them today. MEGA Logistics, 401-431-2300. Hi, I'm Steve, owner of Water Filter Company. Do you know what my customers are not doing today? They're not standing in store lines waiting to get in to buy more bottled water, and they didn't have to scramble to get it when all this started. They're enjoying all the safe, clean water they want all year long. They're drinking it, cooking with it, bathing in it, doing everything in it except searching for it, rationing it, and now waiting in lines. As this crisis further restricts your freedoms and choices and store shelves empty, I hope you now realize how important it is to take control over your own water quality like thousands of my customers already have. Because when this crisis is over, your bad water quality won't be, and neither will your bottled water dependency. So ask yourself, do you think you're finally worth making a one-time investment for a lifetime of clean, safe water? If so, call my company. Call Water Filter Company at 294-2400. Water Filter Company, a Rhode Island family business since 1986. Water Filter Company, 294-2400. Because is it really worth going through all this? This portion of the John DePietro Show is brought by Henry Oil. Since 1947, what a Rhode Island success story. Folks, call them today, 401-521-0200, Henry Oil. It's Carmine, it's Lori. As I said, since 1947, full-service fuel company, fuel oil, diesel, gasoline delivery, 24-hour burner service for contracted regular customers. They have oil burner service and installation, automatic delivery, budget plans, lock and cap pricing, Serving most of Rhode Island and Southeastern Mass, you can depend on Henry Oil. Call them today, 401-521-0200, 401-521-0200, reliable, affordable fuel oil delivery. Fuel oil, diesel, gasoline delivery, it's Henry Oil, residential and commercial fuel oil delivery. Go with a local company that you can support and depend on, Henry Oil. In 1947, it was Carmine Henry DeSanto delivered that fuel oil with a single truck operation from his gas station on Manton Avenue in Providence. And now the tradition continues. Reliable, affordable fuel oil delivery serving Rhode Island and parts of Mass since 1947. Call my friends at Henry Oil today, 401-521-0200, 5210200 you can also as i mentioned check out their website it's henryoil.com henryoil.com take advantage of the lock and cap pricing or the oil burner service and installation or their automatic delivery or their budget plans full service fuel company that you can depend on henry oil call them today 401 Henry Oil, 401-521-0200, online at henryoil.com. It's John DePietro, and there's nothing more important than cleaning your home, your business, a school, any type of building. You need Sole Source Restoration, a Rhode Island-based company, and it's Sole, S-O-L-E, like the sole of your shoe, Sole Source Restoration. Call them today at 401 712 
2700. Coronavirus Cleaning and Disinfection Service, Rhode Island, Massachusetts, and Connecticut. You know, Soul Source Restoration, folks, they are one of the few companies in the entire country have the type of equipment experience that you need. As far as residential, is there anything more important than making sure your home is absolutely clean from viruses for your family, for your friends, for yourself? Soul Source Restoration. Same for your business. They have the expertise, the type of equipment that you need to get through this crisis. We spoke with Mike Seepy of Soul Source Restoration, and I asked him about just that very thing, the microthermal fogging and electrostatic spraying equipment that makes Soul Source Restoration different than every other company. We're a full-service restoration company, as you know, John. We've been in it about 15 years now, and with this coronavirus that has changed our world for the time being, we found a unique way to provide a true 99.9% disinfectant service. Mike, Soul Source Restoration, and again, folks, it's S-O-L-E, Soul Source Restoration. What is, what would you say, what is the goal? What is the goal of the company? Our main goal is to utilize our services to keep essential and non-essential businesses safe, protecting both employees and customers. And with sole source restoration, what is the difference equipment that you use that probably is different than any other company, certainly in Rhode Island right now, but the way I understand it, I've heard it, you're one of only six companies in the entire country that have the type of comp- the type of equipment that you have. We utilize CDC-approved hospital-grade disinfectant enhanced with sporocyte and viricide that we atomize by means of microthermal foggers. These microthermal foggers break down the disinfectant to 3 to 5 micron, which is basically a fancy word for micromillimeter. This allows the disinfectant to saturate air particles and cover all surface material, giving you a true 99.9% kill of all pathogens. You know, Mike, right now someone is listening saying, John DiPietro, this does sound fine. Mike Seepy, Soul Service Restoration, it sounds fine. But I already have a janitorial or cleaning company, and, and they tell me that, that they think they can get rid of the coronavirus. These old methods leave a lot of room for human error, utilizing older equipment that doesn't break down the disinfectant in a way that's going to kill the coronavirus. Mike, with sole source restoration, now you have the country is in pandemic. Everyone is freaked. We are seeing death about the coronavirus. What right now is the biggest challenge for a company like yours that has the capability for a coronavirus cleaning and disinfection service? Our biggest challenge, John, is educating the public that what we're doing is very different from janitorial and normal restoration companies whose conventional methods of cleaning mainly comprise of mops, buckets, spray bottles, and kettle pot foggers. Don't take any chances. Call Soul Source Restoration today. Coronavirus Cleaning and Disinfection Service for Rhode Island, Massachusetts, and Connecticut. Call them at 401-712-2700. 401-712-2700. They have the equipment that you need. They will fully clean your home, your property, your office, your school, whether it's any type of business. You heard CDC approved environmentally and pet friendly they have the protective equipment they have the type of equipment that you need 
don't take any chances, a Rhode Island-based company, and they're in a league of their own with the type of resources they have to fully disinfect your property from the coronavirus. Sole Source Restoration. Call them today. Home or business. 401-712-2700. It's Sole Source Restoration. Coronavirus cleaning and disinfection service for Rhode Island, Massachusetts, and Connecticut. Again, look for them online. SoulSourceRestoration.com. Everyone is talking about germs about algae about mildew no i know they're talking about the virus what about some of the viruses outside your home as the weather's getting warmer now is the time let's make your property home or business look as best it can with bethel softwash look for them on facebook bethel softwash now you can text jared at bethel b-e-t-h-e-l bethel softwash of lincoln free day free same day text estimate at 401 617-2585. Text him at 401-617-2585. And what I mean is if you text Jared, this is what my house looks like. He'll give you a free estimate right there. I'm talking outside your home. I encourage you to visit their Facebook page and you can see the before and after and what a difference it makes. Bethel soft washing is the low pressure system. It won't harm the surface. Low pressure H2O combined with the biodegradable chemical removes those biological elements like uh, algae and uh, mildew, and you don't need it. The biodegradable plant-safe solution, wait to see the difference. Now, I tell people, go to uh, log on to the Facebook page, Bethel Certified Softwash, Bethel Softwash, and look at the before and after. What a difference it makes. Bethel Certified Softwash Power Wash for your home, for your business, for your walkway, for your patio, for your deck. Make your home look beautiful. Get rid of that mold and algae. Instead, Bethel Certified Softwash. You can also text Jared at 401-617-2585. Make an appointment, free estimate, 401-617-2585. And look for them on Facebook. It's Bethel Certified Softwash. Right in Lincoln, Bethel Certified Soft Wash.